0: cultivates trust and safety. This caught my eye. The change from the previous competency to cultivates trust and safety. I felt that the dynamics moved from a more authoritative approach of client-centricity towards a more nurturing and supportive tension to the coaching process. The quote below best illustrates how I see it. Your job, I guess as a coach, is not to just establish the relationship but to cultivate the relationship, finding ways to gently communicate value to the relationship in an ongoing, non-obtrusive manner. Quote Bob Berg, speaker and author. Before we dive into definitions, there are some big words here to dissect and understand. The word trust itself creates a whole magnitude of perception based on our own filters and experiences. The basic meaning to the word is the belief in the reliability, truth or ability of. For the coach, it is quite natural, directive and transparent to hold the container of believing in the best potential of the client. Now, for the client, it may take some time, effort and environment to take that first step to open up and trust the coach with the situation at hand. It is impertinent to believe in the reliability, truth or ability of the coach and trust the coach. Sometimes, in a corporate coaching environment, it may take longer as the client is suspicious of the motives of stakeholders in a coaching scenario. I was suddenly intrigued by this word trust, after digging a bit more to uncover about this word that we sometimes use freely and casually. According to psychology today, trust is an emotional brain state, not just an expectation of behaviour. Emotions like trust are neural patterns formed by brain paths that combine representations of the situation that the emotion is all about, appraisals of the relevance of the situation to goals, perhaps even success factors, and it's a perception of physiological changes, possibly even using bodily manifestations to display emotions, hence making it complex. Trust is also not absolute. It needs constant massaging, respect, reliance, reassurance and consistency. Now, you can read all about the definition and the sub-competencies of this on the ICF website. But I would like to highlight a few points. The importance to partner with the client to create a safe, supportive environment allows the client to share freely. Unfortunately, in today's world, especially in the rat race, potentials sometimes get left behind. As adults, the need to create a safe, supportive environment, even in training, facilitation and learning platforms, is a necessity to cultivate trust and safety towards transformation. The coach or the coachee must feel that the environment created will enable him or her the safe space to explore, express, make mistakes, learn and transform without repercussions to work, job, career and personal. I've seen one too many blank expressions in a fancy hotel training room where participants believe that they are their base just on company's agenda and there is no true value-adding for them. At the same time, it is expected in a coaching relationship that there is mutual respect. Just like any working relationship, both parties, the coach and the coachee, need to hold the partnership with reciprocal respect and trust, failing which it would just be an expensive conversation and time wasted. Particularly, I like the acronym TRUST from the 2019 web tutorial by Coach Bell It sums up the five elements for this competency very aptly. T for transparent, R for respect, U for understanding, S for safe and secure, and T together. There are many ways we can build trust and safety. Now, how can we cultivate? nurture it and continue to enhance it to ensure an effective coaching process. In Mel Liao's web tutorial, the IRW magic triangle of trust and safety made me to understand the continuous process of trusting our client, trusting ourselves as coach, and trusting the coaching process. Due to the fact that, As a coach, our time with the client is limited. The lack of real life interaction to observe the client in action and the absence of context in many instances, the three-point act acts like a sextant where you navigate between the points using the perspective of the client and the coach. I is for intention, always focusing on the outcome, the reason, the why of the entire coaching engagement. This will be there will be the distractions with office politics that could sway the client r is for relationship the client coachy focused is always about the coachy. their perspectives their environment their challenges we will never fully understand what they go through as they walk in their shoes but let's focus on keeping the mutual respect and cultivating the trust and lastly w for words Be sensitive and focus on the conversation, the language, the tones. The better we can sync and partner, the better the coaching process will be and the more trust and safety will exist. Now, my key takeaways are: as a coach, I have to ensure that I cultivate trust and safety and be sensitive to whether how well it will measure at every coaching encounter or session. 2. The success and the continuity of the coaching engagement, especially for transformation, heavily relies on this competency, trust and safety. Thank you for listening. Have a nice day.